three, two. Greetings, DCC. My name is Jake Holly, and my wife Hope and I lead a community group as well as a starting point class at DCC. Today, I want to talk about my favorite subject, God's process. First off, God is process-oriented, not results-oriented. He wants us to be focused on the journey and not the destination, leaving the results in His capable hands. You see examples of this over and over throughout both the Old and the New Testament, as well as in our own lives. To help explain, I have developed a formula. Hear plus obey plus prepare diligently plus follow through equals lead the results up to God. Step one, hearing. That can happen in a variety of ways, but we put ourselves in the best position to hear God speak to us when we spend time with him. That can be praying, reading scripture, sitting quietly, or taking a walk. But really, what I call the nudge can happen anytime and anywhere. We just have to be sensitive to him when he calls. To obey is simply saying yes. That heart and mindset lets God know that we are on board and ready. Preparing diligently means we do whatever it takes in order to fulfill the request and do it with the quality and high standard that he deserves. That can include anything, studying, gathering supplies, or mowing your yard. The prep may be hard and complicated, or it may be as easy as brushing your teeth and then showing up somewhere, but it always includes preparing your heart to serve. Following through seems simple, but it's so often where we bail. We know what we need to do, and following through simply means we do it. Be a finisher. And then our responsibility is complete because the results are in God's hand. We may think we know how it's going to turn out, and occasionally we may guess right, but that misses the point. Completing the process is how we measure success. The results are a byproduct. You can apply this formula to some well-known stories in Scripture. Think about Joshua and the walls of Jericho, or Abraham and the sacrifice of Isaac, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and the fiery furnace. All these folks heard from God, they said yes, and then they prepared themselves for the task and then followed through without any idea how the situation would turn out. But their relationship with God was so deep that they trusted him with the results. Let's take a deeper look at a New Testament story, and since we're going through the book of Acts this summer at DCC, we'll discuss the story of Cornelius and Peter from chapter 10. Cornelius was a Roman officer as well as a devout believer in God, which was displayed through his actions of giving to the poor and his spiritual habit of prayer. But he was not a Jew. One day, an angel visited him and told him to seek a man named Peter. The angel told Cornelius where to find Peter and then left. Meanwhile, in another town, Peter is on the roof praying when he has a vision where all manner of animals are being lowered from heaven in a sheet, and God tells him to kill and eat all of them. Peter, being a devout Jew, is horrified at the request because some of the animals were considered unclean according to Jewish law. The vision ends with the Holy Spirit telling Peter, there's some men coming to request you go see someone and you are to do as they ask. The men show up as promised and a confused Peter follows them. Two men, two visions, and two open-ended requests. Yet both men followed the process and left the results up to God. Cornelius heard from the angel, sent men to find Peter as he was instructed. Then he apparently told his entire family and staff to prepare for a special visitor. Verse 44 states that while Peter spoke to the household, 
the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. Their hearts were prepared to receive the words Peter spoke. Peter was praying and heard from God, albeit in a confusing fashion, but he chose to travel with the men as instructed, fulfilling the second half of the vision and breaking every Jewish rule of the day by visiting a Gentile in their house. And what results they were. When Peter speaks to Cornelius and everyone he assembled, they end up all getting baptized. By breaking Jewish protocol, entering the house of a non-Jew and sharing Jesus with a Gentile he did not know, he ends up leading an entire household to a life-changing relationship with Jesus. And as a bonus, Peter demonstrates he finally understands the vision of the food by saying in verse 28, God has shown me that I should no longer think of anyone as impure or unclean. This was a pivotal moment in the history of the early church because it showed the apostles that the gospel was for everyone, not just the Jews. Peter proclaims in verse 43, everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. Now what if either man had stopped their process at any point, refusing to listen or follow through? Sure, God's will would be done regardless of our disobedience, but think of the blessings and lessons that would have been delayed or missed entirely for both men by not trusting the process. Let me finish by relating a time Hope and I applied this formula in our lives. Step one, here. In 2017, we both felt the nudge that God wanted us to start attending DCC. We both sensed it in different ways. Scripture and emotional heart tugs were part of it. And after several months of discussion and praying, we moved to step two, which is obey. We just said yes. It was a relief and frankly, the easy part because step three was a doozy. Step three, which is prepared diligently, was tough. Attending a new church was not the only aspect of the nudge we agreed to. Since our goal was to dive in and serve at DCC where needed, we felt we needed to sell our house in the northeast part of town and find a house downtown closer to the church and campus. So we put our house on the market and prepared to move. Step four, follow through. The next year was complicated and hard and involved rental units and multiple moves and hours of purging, packing, and unpacking. But on October 31st, 2018, we moved into a new home downtown and finally got settled, five minutes from DCC and campus. The results? God's used Hope and I in a variety of ways, some expected, many unexpected, but it's been good because He is good, even when it's been hard. And we've never regretted following that nudge. We can all apply this process to our lives by being sensitive to a nudge or push from the Holy Spirit, responding by saying yes, not yes, but, prepare to the best of our ability, and then follow through. The results? They may not be what we expected, but our past experiences with God should feed our confidence in his purpose and his results. Trust the process and live with an expectancy that God's got this. All that's required of us is to obey and trust. Thank you for listening to this episode of DCC Daily. Keep up with our church via our social media pages, our YouTube channel to access previous sermons, and our Sunday services, both in person and online. Remember, trust the process.